0: Hey guys, how you doing? This is Jim Gavin here from the Key of Awesome Music podcast. Coming at you today with a question that I've pondered over some time. Just from playing here and there and everywhere. <laughs> uh, the question is, why do people think that because you're a musician, you know every song that's ever been written? Uh, so I've experienced this quite a lot in my life as far as playing gigs out, go at wineries, bars... Uh, weddings, what have you, birthday parties, uh, and then also at work with the people that I serve and support at different group homes and music nights and day programs, um, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, any sort of venue where you would have live music. And so this is something I've been kind of struggling with myself over the past few years because I want to make everybody happy that I spend time with and try to improve their quality of life in some way, shape, or form through music. And sometimes they'll give me a song from the 1920s I've never heard of before. And then I have to tell them, sorry, I've never heard of that one. Can we maybe do another one? Maybe one by Frank Sinatra, or maybe one by Hank Williams that I might know, or maybe one from The Sound of Music and try to barter with them a little bit and see if we can compromise on getting a song from that era played for them, but not exactly that song that they want. So just a little bit of my own two cents here, uh, take it for what they're worth. Um, So for all my musician friends out there, I'm sure you've been asked to play a song you've probably never heard of before, right? Well, I get this all the time where I work, and it's no fault to the people who ask, they don't grasp the concept that I wouldn't necessarily know every single song that's ever been written and made famous by radio or any other media forms. The thought process is, he plays guitar, he sings, so he must know this song, or that song. Wrong. It is flattering to think someone who would trust me enough to know every single song under god's creation though however it's just not possible think of how many songs have been written recorded in some way shape or form and then broadcasted over time It has to be over a million songs just in the last century that have made it on the radio and quote unquote famous now what about all the songs that didn't make it to radio that are out there somewhere the number is most likely over a quadrillion and i'm sure that's a conservative estimate And this is just in the English language. There are over 6,500 languages in the world, and I'm sure there are tons of songs in each language that exist. In fact, English isn't even the most spoken language anymore these days. It's Mandarin Chinese is number one, Spanish is number two, and then English is number three at around 335 million people. So the number of songs is just the tip of the iceberg in this language as far as songs that exist in it. The human mind would not be able to comprehend, catalog, register, and call upon all of those songs at the drop of a dime. This is where technology comes into play. The iPad, a laptop, which you can copy and paste lyrics and chords into in order to help remember songs you've maybe only played once or twice or ones you've never heard of before to learn. So the next time you're at a bar, a winery, a music venue, take it easy on the musician who's playing in the corner or on stage. They're there to entertain you, yes, but they are also there to share their gifts of time, talent, and patience to perform songs they think you like. It's a wild guess at best. Yes, There are the standards which most musicians have in their repertoire to lean on. This is especially the case if they're trying out a couple songs where you seemingly get no crowd participation or interaction to reel people back in to be an active listener through your set. Yes, they know a lot of songs, but no, they don't know every song that's ever been written. How I do it is ask people who they like and what songs from that band or artist, and if they reply back with a song or artist, I do know some songs of, fantastic, I'll play them. If I don't know the artist or song, but know a group that sounds similar to the one they requested, I'll negotiate with them to see if they'd be okay with me playing something similar but not exactly what they want. This exchange has never failed me, as 100% of the time. People have been cool with it. It's the fact that I did acknowledge their request and are willing to work with them on it. But if you never say what you want to hear, therefore never giving the musician a chance to throw in their two cents, you can't expect them to play what you'd like to hear. They're not mind readers. Um, Little disclaimer, I had to mention this last part in here because I've heard people saying, man, this musician sucks, or man, he's too loud. Great, you have your opinion. Now why don't you suck it up and go talk to them about possibly turning it down in a loving manner, not yelling at them from across the room, or asking for a particular song you want to hear. Nothing will ever change with live music if you never do anything to change it. That's insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Even though most of us musicians are a little off-center, which might make us a little crazy... We don't do it because we're trying to get on your nerves or be less than 100%. We do it because we love it and we want to share that love with you, a community of people gathering to enjoy an experience through sound. I'm a firm believer of music being meant for group settings rather than isolated systems like iPads and iPods and iPhones, etc. There's something so special, so visceral and communal about doing something like music in a group rather than just listening to your music by yourself, not allowing anyone to interfere from the outside. One might argue there is a time and place for both, and I would have to agree with you, but I would much rather take part in a group musical experience than an isolated one, wouldn't you? But I digress. Back to musicians not knowing every single song ever written and the fact that people shouldn't expect them to do so. Does a doctor know or have seen what every single cell looks like in the human body? Probably not. There are so many of them. No one's perfect, and that is a comforting thought. Once we admit that we're all on the same level playing field, then our experiences will be much richer and pure, leaving opinions and ill-mannered verbal blows at the door. It doesn't do anyone any good in the end. Plus, there's no use in pretending that you know everything. No one knows everything, and if anyone ever claims to, they're a total BS artist. This whole idea can be taken a step further, if you want. Have you ever gone to bar trivia? My wife and I have gone to several in the past, and there's almost always a music round where a clip of a song is played and anyone playing the game is required to write down the song title, and in some places the artist's name, for about five songs. Most of the time this happens before the chorus comes in. Well, since there are so many songs written every day, every year for the past hundred years, just in popular music, it's hard to narrow it down sometimes. And anytime we're playing in a group, someone will come and ask me in that group, Jim, you must know this song, you're a musician. And that's where I'm going to leave this podcast, today's session, at. Just because I'm a musician, just because you might be a musician, doesn't mean you know every single song that's ever been written. That's just insanity. But I think the expectation for people who are out there listening and enjoying and just wanting to throw back and have a good time, they believe that you do know every song that's been written. And it's hard to find that balance of playing something that you really enjoy as a musician and guessing what the people in the crowd really enjoy listening to and trying to meet those two. Um, it's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, I've managed to get a pretty good handle on it these days, but still inevitably I'll be asked about a song I've never heard of before or maybe have heard one time a decade ago and I have to recall it kind of like that on the drop of a dime. And, It's a little difficult to do so, but try to do it with your smile on your face. It's all about making people happy and making yourself happy at the same time and trying to marry those two ideas. Have a great day today, guys. This is Jim Gavin from the Key of Awesome Music podcast signing off to you again. Bye-bye.